Warning, parental advisory is recommended. Oh, f- just listen. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. I'm your host of Lyrical Spit, Daifala, the Butcher Dabashi. I'm not a sports entertainer, I'm a professional wrestler who loves to entertain you. I am also ordained, and I can marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Send your request to debashibookings at gmail.com. Emails for the show, lyricalspit at gmail.com. Our 24-hour Lyrical Spit hotline, 360-200-8779. Leave a message, and it may be played on the show. Anyhow, I have had a lot of time on my hands lately because of my ankle injury. It is hard to be positive in this crazy time. The best way to stay positive is stay away from the mainstream media. I try not to pay attention to the mainstream media. I do watch it to compare how one-sided they are compared to what really is going on. And they are good at brainwashing people and messing with your mind. The mainstream media likes isolating you from what is actually happening that would give you real justification for hope. That our President Donald J. Trump knows what he's doing and he has caught the bad guys. All of these Trump cards people are talking about, I do believe you'll be seeing President Trump using them cards real soon. Yes, I do have some reliable sources. Are they always correct? No. But most of the time, they are right. You do have to remember that the deep state is the enemy. And they put out false information. So when you hear it and you tell other people and it comes back not true then all the other stuff that is true looks like just another wacky conspiracy rumor. I want to make it my job to decipher what's true and what's not and pass it on to you so you could all pass it on to others. You know, there are a lot of credible sources out there. What are not credible sources are the likes of Fox News, CNN, Twitter, and Facebook. Matter of fact, you can follow me on Parlor under my name, Theifala Dobashi, or at Lyrical Dobashi. You know the saying, knowledge is power. Do me a favor, rate, follow, and or subscribe to Lyrical Spit. This is a good way to get notifications when a new show has dropped. And please spread the word about this show. You can listen on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most of your major podcast platforms. And you know what? I made it easy for each and every one of you. You can get all the show links all in one place at lyricalspit.com. I will be right back with my guest. He's the host of the Vaccine for Liberals, Pinto Gata. But first this quick ad see you on the other side help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com we have t-shirts hoodies and even baby onesies that's butcherspit.com 
I would like to welcome back to the show the host of Vaccine for Liberals, Pinto Gata. Welcome back, brother. How are you, Mr. Dabachi? A pleasure to be on your show. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, glad you can make it back on in short notice. Um, what I want to do is uh, I want to play this clip real quick and get your thoughts about this. You know, this is a clip that YouTube won't play and you won't find it on social media. And and I'm pretty sure the Democrats are embarrassed of it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play this Biden clip right now and let the listeners hear it. And I want your thoughts about it. All right. Absolutely. All right. She's she she and Kamala become friends. Yeah. But all kidding aside, it's it's a matter of the thing we are simpatico on our philosophy of government and simpatico on how we want to attach approach these issues that we're facing. And so I don't have and when we disagree, it'll be just like so far. It's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C or D. And I'll say, I don't I like A, don't like B and C. Mm-hmm. And let's go. OK, but. And I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, we don't have that. I'm a, we haven't. And we discussed at length mm-hmm. our views on foreign policy, on domestic policy, on intelligence. And the great thing is she has a background in the Senate on intelligence committee. She has a background in the Senate on a whole range of things that are going to be pertinent to what we have to do. But it's going to be, I think so much is going to be incoming. What did you think about that? Well, they're prepping you for uh, for what's to come. And what's to come is that eventually he is going to step down. Why, why does he have to step down and not her? He's the president, right? The president-elect, whatever. He's a Missourian candidate or not, he is going to be the president as for right now, unless we have a judge with some kind of internal fortitude that can step up to the plate and say this was a sham and we do not live in a banana republic and this has to be addressed. So for him to be making that comment, he's like Nancy Pelosi when she was talking about uh, the 25th Amendment. She's, they're trying to break this news to you slowly to get it in your mind. That way when it happens, it's not shocking. So they're going to tell you how great Kamala Harris is. They're going to tell you about all her qualifications. And then eventually Joe is going to step down and let the um, the people in his party that are really running the show, the California Wrecking Crew, as I call them, because they have devoured an entire state of the union and they're ready to devour the rest of the state. So that's pretty much what this is all about. They're breaking you the news slowly to get you ready. Yeah. Whether people buy it or not, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you this. Every time President Trump speaks and I listen to one of his speeches and rallies, he really makes me feel, feel very patriotic. I mean, in every one of his speeches, especially last night. And what do you think about the Georgia Trump victory rally last night? And another thing, the Republicans need to win the Georgia Senate seat. The world is watching Georgia right now. Pretty much in Georgia, it's all or nothing. If these people win the Senate, the country that you know and the country that you grew up in and the country that has given you, me, and a lot of others so much won't be the same. And it won't be the same for the better, unfortunately. These are radical 
this are shameless radicals. This is a man who has openly, you imagine, I was thinking last night when I was, when I was going over, uh, what's his name? Brocklock or the African-American gentleman. I hate to use the oh, word African-American. Oh yes. Yes. I know who you're talking about and I've got a, a yeah. brain fart right now. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Yeah. That he's running. And, um, and this is just a radical man who's openly racist against white. And I was saying, if there was a white person that was running with this kind of mentality, first of all, most of us would would just reject him. But this man is just out there running, totally racist as can be, and he just gets a pass. The other kid, he's just a, a, a off off. He's just a a stone cold Bernie Sanders uh, idolizer and a man who believes that everything should be free and that the government should take care. If you look at the government of the United States of America. Do you want that government to take care of your problems? Do you want somebody like Nancy Pelosi? But this kid knows no better. He's a stunkle uh, Marxist, and he just basically probably comes from a very wealthy family. So he believes that money grows on trees and that everybody's going to be all right if the government makes decisions on them. So, yeah, it's a, definitely a country that you won't even recognize if these people get into the Senate. That is the reality. Oh, most definitely. I mean, what they were saying yesterday, uh, they want to what take away God, guns, and what was the other one? I can't remember that saying, but it kind of hit me. I mean, you know, the Socialist Party. Well, they want to take away the, uh, first of all, you know, the, the founding fathers of the United States of America were not perfect. Right. But they were true. They were true stone cold warriors. The, uh, the, the the toughest politician in Washington would have to take a double look at, and and really, ah man, like there ain't too many people in Washington that could compare themselves to the founding fathers of this country because to do what them people were doing, if you read the history, the Samuel Adams, the Washington, and the list goes on and on, and the things that those human beings had to go through to in in seventeen seventy six. To, for us to live the way that we live now, it wasn't easy. They were living in camps that were just a mess. You had human beings that would die of life, fever. Camps that were nothing more than a bunch of blankets put together. And these people think that they can eliminate all that in a constitution. What country can run itself without a constitution? Once again, I go back to the same thing. Who in the right mind would want Schumer Pelosi or a Bernie Sanders to rewrite the constitution of a country. You had a, a human being like Ihan Omar, one of the SWAT, who married her own brother for documents. And this woman was saying that we should be more like Somalia. Who in their right mind would say something like that? People on drugs wouldn't say something like that. Well, but that should tell you where, where they at. You know, I want to know, if they hate this country so much, why did they move here in the first place and want to change it? Or the ones that were born here are are as bad as they are. I mean, they learn it from the ones that those were the yeah. ones that made them that made them so comfortable with the idea that you should hate this country and want to change it. Yeah, you know what really hit me though. I was watching, you know, the pre the pre funk show, you know, before the 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 rally last night, and they showed this old lady from Cuba. I think she was, I forgot how old she was. She's an elderly lady, and you know, she had her Trump gear on and. 
and uh, she, I think she said she drove from Florida, and uh, she was saying, you know, she moved here from Cuba, and she didn't want the United States to be like Cuba, you know, and that, that kind of hit me. I was like, wow. Well, I was talking to a Cuban girl and her husband this week who's an electrician, and they've been in this country for five years, and they were like, wow, I can't believe that we escaped what we escaped, and uh, <laughs> we're in here dealing with this. He says, she's, she's telling me that in Cuba, you know, some people have to buy even the frozen meat in the supermarket that has freezer burn and that may be with bacteria, definitely not healthy. They Some people have to take a chance and eat it because they have nothing else. It's just you can finally find medicine. It's just a terrible, terrible circumstances what that country goes through. And this, this people here want to run the greatest country ever into the ground. No, no, didn't that you? But true. Didn't you tell me some about Big Pharma wanted to is trying to sue Trump now because he's trying to lower the drug medicine? Well, it's breaking news that they are coming after him. They they uh they're going to sue Donald Trump because they do not agree with his policies uh, that put uh, America at the same. Uh, in the same place that everybody else when it comes to buying medicine. So they're saying that the that this country, basically, the United States of America, has citizens that have the money to afford the medicine, and they should be able to pay more. And the other countries is something that they do basically out of kindness, is how Big Pharma is portraying themselves, like they are humanitarian. Well, I'll tell you right now, the only one people that could really afford the, the, the medicine is probably all the people in the Senate. That's it. Uh, exactly. That it. That's now, it. you know, this is about a republic, you know, um, protecting it, you know, with all this voter fraud. You know, if this goes through, you know, I don't think, I think we're screwed. You know, there'll be another, you know, uh, a fair election if, you know, all this stuff doesn't come, you know, come out in the light. And, you know, I, I really want to say all this hatred about Donald Trump, and I'm pretty good judge of character. I really think, you know, yes, he may have the ego, and, you know, he's a human being. He's not a career politician. He, he's for the working man. I really think he probably goes in the Oval Office every night, shut the door, and he probably literally cries, you know, how everything just sinking down on him, portraying portraying him as an evil man. I mean, right now, it really, uh, to me, it's like good versus evil. I mean, and it stems yeah. all the way back through the biblical times. I really think is good versus yeah. evil. That's, that's exactly how I see it, because people are usually, um, they're usually, well, they want to hide in plain sight. I mean, it, it is uh, the expression in this in this show are that of uh, Pinto Gaura, Mr. Dabashi has nothing to do with what I say, even though I would not use profanity on his show or anybody's show. But there's a show that I did a long time ago about the indoctrination into perversion. And these people mm -hmm. really want to indoctrinate you into a pervert, yes. into a lot of perversion. I was watching a show this week for nostalgia purposes. I was watching uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on okay. television. And the commercials were awful. I could only imagine, like I said, I don't have children, but I could only imagine human beings that have children and want to sit down with them and watch the show. And then the commercial goes and, and you have to explain to the kid a lot of things that are going on in those commercials. Like I remember when you would go to the store to buy a Ritz cracker, you see a Ritz cracker commercial and it didn't have some kind of leftist agenda to it. 
And unfortunately, that's not what you're seeing now on television in every single commercial. Everything has to be with their agenda. And basically, it's all it is. is they're trying to indoctrinate people. Everything is perverse with those human beings. It's like when you watch a, a television show, uh, a music show, the Grammys or any of that stuff. Yeah. You see human beings dancing with snakes and doing their, they're, they're doing satanic rituals pretty much in front of everybody. And nobody, and if people think it's art. So there's a lot of nasty stuff that is going on. It's definitely good versus evil. Yeah, yeah, just like at the 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 beginning of the show I was talking about the mass media and and you know I I watched the I watched you know NBC and you know Fox and all them and and just to compare and see how one sided it is and and what they're not talking about and I, I'm pretty sure none of the network news or anyone was covering this rally last night. I know Newsmax was and a few others, but. You know, they are good at brainwashing. And, I mean, I know they're all BS, and I'll sit there and watch it, and they still get me pissed off. And, I mean, they are so good, sometimes I start second-guessing myself. And I and, and they try to shatter your hopes. And, I mean, literally, I think that's why a lot of people are depressed, too. Not only they're staying home with this lockdown, but they're listening to this news, and it messes with people's mind. I mean, they are very powerful, like a superhero or a sci-fi movie, like putting a trance on the American people. This, this lockdown of this virus has been, it's a test of endurance for people with strong mental capacities. You really have to be mentally strong. A lot of mentally weak people were basically showcased on primetime television Every single night, burning the mom-and-pop businesses that will never come back. And basically, for the most part, some very high-end rich people's businesses. And then you have the uh, middle of the ground businesses that were the ones that basically uh, the Democrats' friends from Wall Street, they got a pass and their businesses are still standing. But basically, it has been a year in which people... Very men, weak, mentally weak people are basically the, the easiest puppets for them to recruit and have them do as they please. And in the background, you have the people that I don't know if you can mention your sorrows in your show, but let's say we have person X that provides five hundred dollars a day to people to go and destroy other people's businesses, and they yep. got away with it. Oh yeah. So it's definitely been a terrible thing. And and and. You know, I, I'm just afraid. I mean, look at Portland. Look at uh, what uh, Seattle and a few others. Look at the Democratic cities. I'm afraid that's going to be the whole United States if the wrong people are in power. I mean, you just got to sit back and just look what's happening. Defunding the police. I mean, that's you know that that's ridiculous. And even here in Tacoma. You know, I live 30, about 30 miles uh, south from Seattle. Tacoma, I was watching, they were saying we had the most crime in the, you know, this year than we did in the last, you know, three or four. I mean, shootings and killings. I mean, it's not that bad, but it, it's getting worse. And, and, and in King County alone in Seattle, you know, the, the, the city government approved, I'm, I'm pretty sure they approved, um, uh, they are, you know how the, the sheriffs are elected King, they approve where they're going to appoint the sheriff. And of course it's going to be all for their agenda. And I, I, I feel sorry for the law enforcement. 
I mean, they have no back, you know, and backing. I mean, this is, a, you know, I think this is like one of the worst times of being law enforcement. And you know what? Something Probably. happens, they'll be the first one to call them. And all those senators or the city government, all them, they all have armed guards sitting next to them, you know, feeling safe. But they the, live, they live the very high end, live in gated community. A lady like Nancy Pelosi, she has a private plane that flies her back to San Francisco every weekend. They have armed guards to protect them, and they could care less about you. And that's basically all they're trying to do is just have one class, and it's the very super elite, and then have all the poor people just sitting in the ground waiting for them to make a decision. They're trying to. That's why they hate Donald Trump so much, because he changed the game on them. And everybody that wanted to work and leave it all out there, working hard, could get a piece of the pie. I had never made so much money as I did under President Trump. We were making what you hear in the in the news that most people were making five thousand dollars more and more. It is true. We were making I was probably making twenty grand more than what I'm used to making. Yeah, I mean it was good. And I mean the economy is good, especially with this whole pandemic and shutdown. I I'm surprised how the economy is doing. I mean, wow, you know, another thing too what really gets my goat um all the the mainstream media saying oh there is no evidence blah 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 and and it's funny first first thing i'm jumping around here it's funny how stacy abrams and some of the few and a few other democrats complain and had you know written in and saying how they didn't trust dominion and and that you know of Basically saying, you know, um, it could, you know, lead to fraud or whatever, voter fraud. And now they think it's okay. You know, I, I was watching the pre-rally, and this is a great website. I don't know if you check this out. And they have the, the maker of this website. is called electionevidence.com. Electionevidence.com. Yeah, I was checking it out last night. Yeah, and yeah. has all the hard evidence that is fact-checked from around the nation for this 2020 election. And yes, there is evidence, folks. Don't let the mass media fool you. There is, there is a, there is a lot of evidence in there. And so, the one thing that the people that were actually really involved, they have not testified under oath yet. They, no. well, the Democrats had them testified. Where the, uh, you have the people that know what took place and they testified but as far as the people who did the damage they have not testified on their oath because they know that they will well they, they you know you go to federal prison for that and a word to the wife if they one of them is listening the best thing that they can do is to cut their losses and be the first one to cut a deal because uh, when somebody else cuts the deal they're going to be accusing you and you're going to go down but i mean they're in camera they have a lot of evidence and like donald trump said last night it's just a matter of a judge having that internal fortitude and they don't want to do it. I, I remember you text- so they're going to the Supreme court. Oh yeah. I remember yep. you texted me last night. They're going to the Supreme court. I start laughing. I was thinking the same thing, you know? Yeah. It, but that's what, that's what Trump said last night. Yep. You know, here is another thing that, that the mass media won't talk about, you know, and the, that president Donald J Trump um, had more minority votes for him than any sitting president since but 1960, and I probably the most votes in general, you know, since then. And you're telling me a 
Biden got more votes than him or Barack Obama. I mean, that's ludicrous. But the Democrats, you know, always bring up minorities, minorities. The Democrats are still thinking like they're in the 50s and 60s, you know, that the minorities all need handout and government assistance, you know. And I, well, and right. It, they need a victim. They, do not, they need a victim that can lead into a voter. Victims is all they create. Exactly. Oh, here's another good question. And that's why it's so hard. Here's another good question. I know I'm jumping all over the place, and but like, like some of these videos that are out, you know, like I'm sure you saw the one. I think it was from Georgia. You see those two poll workers incognito, incognitos, you know, doing sleight of hands with USB cards. I mean, why did they have to do it on the down low? And I, I'm pretty sure that, of course, you know, the Dominion. The, the, you know, voting system is not supposed to be on the Internet, which, you know, they have documentation it was. But I'm pretty sure that I heard or I read somewhere that all the USB ports are supposed to be deactivated. So there is no, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, shenanigans. And why doesn't the Democrats want to investigate this? I mean, it should be troubling on both sides. And I want to know what is the DOJ DOJ going to do about this all? And if we lose the integrity in our voting system, we lose our republic. They're not going to do absolutely nothing about it. And I guess eventually they will give you another uh, Republican president in the long run, as long as somebody that is in their pockets too, somebody that is not into the Constitution and someone that is not into putting America first, a globalist. Think about George Bush, the Bush family. Yeah. That's yeah. what they want as a Republican because it can also help the Democrats. All these people want is a globalist agenda. We're about to enter an era in which, for an era, no, the next four years, if we're lucky and that, if this man goes to the White House and he only lasts in there, him or his running four years, then we'll be lucky. But we're about to send um, George, uh, no, John Kerry around the world to eat organic food, talk about the climate, even though he's not a scientist, and, eat, and just pretty much spread our money while we're sitting here trying to figure this mess out and try to survive from the new uh, taxation that they're going to impose on us. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to the, uh, to the, uh, to the immigration ordeal, that's why it's so hard for them. First of all, the Cubans that immigrate to this country, which is the reason why Barack Obama, who was very cozy with Raul Castro when they were watching the bowl game, uh-huh. Me and the Cubans that I was talking to this week, we were actually talking about that, and they were laughing how disgusting he was by doing that. And he's the president of a free country. They, they, nobody knew him as a uh, as somebody that they even care about in Cuba when he did that. Like, at least the people that, that uh, don't sympathize with that. But the Cubans will never would never go along with most of the Democrats stuff because they know how at least to communism, all the new radicals in the Democratic Party, and they have always been like that. And then you have other uh, Hispanics that all they want to do is come in and work. So when you have a strong economy, you have people working. The Democrats pretty much are obsolete because nobody cares about them. So they have to create these disease to sell you the cure, and they have to get you into a bad situation so you can require some kind of government help. And that way they start developing a uh, a uh, victim. The, the systematic racism that they try to tell you is really nothing more than a systematic takeover of your social life. It's what they really want. The systematic breakdown of a human being in order for them to pretty much 
own you, own you, and do with you as they please, which pretty much is just to have you rely on them. Evil people. Yeah. You know, it's pretty sad because, well, like I said, at the beginning of the show, I talked about how I'm changing my form up a little bit. And, um, and well, these next, you know, until, you know, January, I'm going to be calling, you know, covering, uh, you know, this presidential election because the mass media won't, you know, talk about it. And I'm just going to try to decipher what's true and what's false and try to rely it on the listeners so they can spread the word. But, you know, it's funny how I lost so-called friends over this, you know, and, uh, you know, and like I said, this is about a republic or democracy. And of course, there's no, uh, everyone knows I'm pro-Trump, but I, I really don't care who you vote for. You know, I just want a fair election. And like I said, me and I'm pretty sure many other Trump supporters, if the election is up and up and even heard Trump yesterday, if he wins fairly, he's willing to concede, you know, and, and accept it. But of course there's proof there's shenanigans. Now I'm not going to say any names, but you know, I had helped someone, you know, start a podcast and, 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 uh, and they were, I knew them since, you know, I was a kid or whatnot. So, um, you know, we're, it make, I don't want to, I don't want to expose who this is because I'm done, but, um, they got upset with me because of the swap cast we did and said oh, that yeah. I'm not, I forgot to, I forgot to tell you, I'm not the most lovable person. I well, no, but it's not, people. it's not only that they were <laughs> saying, they, they were saying that I was promoting hate and, um, uh-huh. they were appalled and they didn't want nothing to do, you know associate with my show which is fine you know and i killed them with kindness you know and i and and they were appalled and in i sent them a message back and i i put a lot of the promotion stuff they 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 sent me i i put it up in the envelope and i send it back because i don't want nothing from for free or no you know and and it just hurts and it's like uh my true friends you know uh, you know, I don't care who you vote for, you know, as long as you treat me with respect, I treat you with respect, but I just can't believe That's what I tell people. Yeah. I just can't believe the hatred out there for this guy. And, 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 you know, come to find out, I remember one of my, one of my, uh, wrestling brothers, Kenny, he was like, you know, when I told him the situation, why, when I got this message from him, they didn't have, they didn't even have the, the respect to call me on the phone and talk it out, you know? Maybe there was a misunderstanding, and he, he told me, "I guarantee is because um, politics, and you know, you were pro-Trump, you know." And and I said, "Nah," and sure enough, he was right. And the thing is, yeah, we were pro-Trump, but we were more talking about the fraud that's going on, and we won a fair election. But people don't see it that way. No, if they were if they were if they had the same devotion that they have. It's like pro wrestling, and I don't want to change the subject. No, go ahead. But you see pro wrestlers. You see pro wrestlers today, and this is my, once again, this is Pinto Gara's opinion. This got nothing to do with you, because that is your line of work, and I don't want to disrespect you. And I am not going to disrespect you to a certain point. What I'm about to say, you probably will agree. I'm sure I will. There's more pro wrestlers today out there that are more likely to engage in some kind of a heated feud with someone in social media and get more nasty and cut a promo, they would sell a ticket 
to somebody to go see them work than they would if you put a camera in a wrestling show and tell them to cut a promo or something that is what they do to make a living, which is to sell me a ticket so I can go and buy. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly, but that's a lot of the things that I have seen, which is the reason why I'm partially stepping away as much as possible from that world for wrestling because I'm really tired of people exposing the business and, and I'm not a wrestler but I have been involved in covering the sport and whatnot and it's just no I don't know. It's, it's really a turn up to see how wrestlers expose the business, some of them. Yeah well, well they had great men in the past like Harley Race who did so much to protect that business. It's one thing if McMahon who has billions of dollars want to throw it in the mud and say that this is a circus, but the rest of them to join them in that venture is really disgusting. You know who I really, I think, um, I put a lot of blame on the people that train these wrestlers. A lot of these trainers are not even qualified to train people, and they're not, and you know, there's no one to show them the respect, or and and I guess the people don't care, just don't care. I think that's the problem. No, there's no, there's, there's no, it's it's it's, it's it's sad, but it is it is like it is like politics, you know. Some people tell you that they want to, they're this and they're that, but not everybody wants to follow the constitution of the country. Nancy Pelosi hates the constitution, and she's a <laughs> and she's a politician, the speaker of the house in this country. Yes, Joe well, Biden would like to rewrite the constitution. I I, I like how uh, how President Trump uh, addressed the MS thirteen and Antifa, and and and. Uh, I just thought it was funny. I never hear Biden denouncing Antifa or BLM. Well, let me let me tell you let me tell you this. Without uh, and I'm part Hispanic before somebody starts with the whole racist right. thing because that that really drives me crazy. The yeah. racist this and racist that. If I was racist, then guess what? Half of the country is too. If I was racist, <laughs> and the country's so racist that they elected a black man to be president twice. Right. That is that is that is how racist it is. You know, it's already. I'm tired of it, but. Uh, uh, well, can can somebody talk about a horror movie in your show? Of course. Like I said, I'm not going to use profanity. Okay, well, this is what I'm going to say, except for it's not a horror movie. This is real life. This MS-13 people, they take a human being begging for his life. I'm assuming that he was begging for his life because they take this person. I think they took like three people, and they took him to a federal land and they start cutting these people alive with a machete. And human beings do not want to get that in their mind. Maybe they need footage if there was a camera to show them that. Uh-huh. Be like those yellowish newspapers that they print in Mexico and in other parts of the world where they actually show you the, the whole shebang of what really took place. Wow. So they cut these people with a machete while they're begging for their life. Just totally shop them up, kill them like viciously. And they're walking around the United States of America, the majority of them, not even legal residents. And you got the left trying to protect these people. Why? I mean, it's like an invasion of a small army. To be honest with you, most decent countries would just seek them with some kind of a death squad and put them down. Right. Good that question. the reality of where we are. Good question. Ah. Good question. Because that's what they're doing. They're running around with a machete, killing killing their enemies from left. I mean, that's disgusting. Beheadings, all kinds of stuff. And yet Donald Trump is evil because he wants to remove them from the country. That is insane. 
years ago, um, this MSN Street uh, group, they walked by the house of this Hispanic father and his son that were watching a car in somewhere in San Francisco or outside of San Francisco. And because they heard the two Hispanics speaking English, that's why they killed them. What? Yep, probably seven or eight years ago. Wow, wow, yeah. That's crazy. So President Trump has really done this country uh, a favor by, by the things that he has done in four years, and that is one of them, actually enforcing the laws of immigration. Not everything that you think that is being going on with immigration. Of course, the left tries to make it look like it's a racist thing, but there's a lot of bad things that are going on with this uh, with this uh, situation that was taking place. I learned everything that I needed to learn from immigration. I was a very ignorant person when it came to immigration, and I was a Mexican man who awakened me and told me everything that I needed to know about it and everything that was taking place. But let me tell you, when you think about it, 800 or 600 people, single file, walking into that frontier, somebody had to organize them. There's something behind this. It's not normal. Yeah. Nobody, and nobody brings it up. So a lot of things, no country can run themselves with open borders. I'm sorry. It's no. just the way that it is. And just like no country can have people from other parts of the world, you and I go right now and we try to vote in that. In Russia, whatever the elections are fictitious or not, they're going to tell us to get the hell out of here. We're going to create an international incident and probably go to jail. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. But in this, uh, this Banana Republic elections that we have, they want us to accept. It's way beyond bizarre that they have what they did and they think that they can get away with it. So I'm still here waiting for a judge. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get it. So I guess we're waiting for the Supreme court and see if they're going to do something about it. Yep. I think that's what he wants. And speaking on the racist thing, I, there's another guy, he was a wrestler and, and um, he blocked me because he said, I, we were, we were, you know, supposedly friends, he blocked me, said I was racist because I was against BLM and Antifa for rioting. And make a long story short, he texts me out of the blue and he rubs it in my face. Uh, I'm just checking if you're okay because Biden's the president. And I said, well, no, he's not. He's not even really the elect elected president yet. Nothing's fine. He hasn't been certified. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. make a long story short. And he goes, I can't believe you're Muslim and no, 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 he, he hates, you know, you guys. I said, first of all, he didn't say hate Muslims. He was talking about the radicals, you know, the terrorists and all that. I said, I had a bunch of peop family that just came in from Yemen, you know, in the last four years and got their citizenship. And I said, how was that racist? Why, if he was racist, that, that wouldn't have happened. He got all mad at me and, and, and you know, and he goes, then he, he says, well, I just because... You support him. I know how you feel about black people. And I said, how do I feel about black people? I mean, he's just, he was just, he was, you know, calling me racist. I was like, whatever. It doesn't matter how, well, I, I mean, I know you're not a racist, but it doesn't matter how you feel. It's like this whole notion that they got going on on television where supposedly the commercials and where they're showing a man and a man holding hands. And even though you're trying to buy crackers or you're trying to buy the chocolate or the soda, but they're making it with them. And by the and once again the 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 comments made by me are by me and by me only. But if you are of a certain certain sexual orientation, or you are of a certain political party, why is it up to me to accept you? 
you should accept yourself. As long as you're good with it, that's up to you. What I what I what I could never do is go and contradict you in a way that would make you feel bad, insult you, or viciously attack you. That's where I would be wrong. But not if I don't I'm not out there applauding you. So acceptance comes from you, not from uh not from somebody else. If you're free, what difference does it make who the hell accepts you or not? As long as you accept yourself and you're comfortable with yourself. But um, you're going to see a lot of that. It's a lot of people that are going to contradict you, a lot of people that are going to say that you're racist if you don't stand with this and that. But I ask those people, can somebody show me? In, in, I'll wait, but I won't wait too much because my time is precious. Can somebody show me what the BLM has done to invest into the, the, uh, the black community? Have they invested anything? I haven't Absolutely seen anything. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing and as a matter of fact when it came out that they were they even wrote it on their on their website nobody made it up they said that they were trained marxists that they want to destroy the nucleus of family and a lot of people read that and didn't sit well with them a lot of people with common sense of course i don't expect the nba that put their logo on the uh well, on their floors and other jackasses but well i heard the, i heard the nba announced that they won't do it next year uh, endorse them because this was their lowest ratings in history. Correct. And yeah. they're entitled to do it. And that's one thing that uh, I'm not a big fan of George Bush. Okay, I'm a Republican, but I am not a fan of, of the Bushes at all. But that's one thing that George Bush said one time when the Dixie Sheets were running a campaign against him. He says, you're more than entitled to run it because you're an American and that is part of the freedom that you have. However, that knife cuts both ways, and you're also subject to people that are going to feel that you don't that you don't support some of the stuff that they support, and they may not want to support you. And that's that's the way that it is with this NBA, and as as well as uh, ESPN. ESPN got um, they went all out. They don't they 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 haven't published this anywhere, but it is a fact, and you can check it out that it's true. They have uh, in the middle of a pandemic with good uh, ratings. Out there, as far well, I don't know about good ratings, but let's say that with even NFL games because of COVID taking place on Tuesdays, taking place on Wednesdays, that you can you have a lot of material to talk to, and you got a lot of people at home, and you got a lot of people watching or not watching. But ESPN is laying up 500 people right now, and they say the experts believe that the reason why their numbers are down. Is because they have gotten too political when human beings are just trying to tune in to sure. listen to sports, and yep. they're not getting that. Well, so people, you can attack the white male, but sooner or later, the white male may just say, you know what? I'm here listening to this, enjoying myself. I'm not a racist, but I'm sick and tired of these people calling me one. Maybe this is not for me. And they tune out and they go watch something else. Well, people want yeah, to escape reality sometimes and forget about all the the BS that's going on in the world and just want to enjoy some entertainment or watch sports. And, and you know, I, I, I could see why it happened, you know, but, but um, anyways, brother, it's about time. Uh, do you want to give out all your plugs and where the listeners could uh, check you out and listen to your show? Folks can catch me on the Pinto Garra and the Vaccine Pinto Garra. Since it's Christmas, I'm going to give them a few R's so people don't say that I'm like the progressive that promises the world <laughs> that give you nothing. Uh, Pinto Garra and the Vaccine for Liberals. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on the Apple um, podcast. 
and um, pretty much I'm on 18 different platforms that you can find me in. Some are smaller than others, but whatever you wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find me. Um, I'm going to be doing a show this week. Then I'm going to be doing a, a, another show, and after that, I'm taking a hiatus until uh, January the 7th. I usually don't do a Christmas show or uh, or the or New Year unless something big happens. In this case, uh, what we're waiting for the Supreme Court or, or a judge with a backbone to step in and and do what they have to be done. In this case, that's pretty much it. And I'm very grateful to be here in this show. And I really love the uh, Christmas episode that just came out on Friday. Oh, thank you. I really recommend that show for everybody. It brought a lot of nostalgia because I remember that I used to feel like I was a giant when my grandparents had me listening to Christmas music with them. I feel very important. Christmas music and Frank Sinatra music. Yes. So for me, it was a very interesting show. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, check out that last show. Um, you know, uh, played some Christmas holiday songs. That you may not hear on the radio, but uh, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I will be back, and you know, I'll keep you guys up to date on the election. So be sure to follow and subscribe. That way, you won't, you will get notifications and won't miss a single show. And I want to give a huge plug out, a huge plug, and a shout out to Patricia Summerlin. Listen to her AmericaAdversaries.com. It's a great show, American Adversaries adversaries and get all the show links at lyricalspit.com and i want to say thank you once again it was my pleasure brother and uh hashtag lyrical spit hashtag save our children hashtag don't be a pelosi and epstein didn't kill himself wonderful thank you This was a say Sahant Dynamite Productions. Help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com.